On today's show, we're going to talk about ways to structure your retirement savings plan so that way you can walk into retirement as comfortable and confident as you can. Stay tuned. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling Your Finances, the mission of this podcast, the mission of Mo Param of Cloudvestors. Cloudvestors, a firm that is a fiduciary firm. It is recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey. You can learn more at cloudvestors.com and you can get a human being that's with you, getting to know you. Uh, through your financial life with the ease of virtual planning, or should say convenience of it as well. Mo Param, hello. Dave, how are you today? I'm doing great. Do you mind if we, because we're following you up to your wedding. And uh, you are. We're recording on June, what is today? June 9th. July 9th, July 9th, I mean, July 9th. <laughs> See, I'm still messed up from July 4th weekend. And you... Your bride-to-be is having a shower tomorrow. She is. She is. So we're probably going to have somewhere between 20 and 30 of her close friends at the house tomorrow. So I will be probably watching Black Widow or something. Yeah, that's out this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Does that mean you can get it on HBO Max? And yeah, I know they're doing some releasing in theaters and HBO Max. I don't know. I've been comfortable going out to the movie theaters. Okay, so, so you, well, you got to leave anyway. That's right. You can't be in there watching leave. a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would not go over well. That would be the quickest um, <laughs> engagement cancellation ever. If I was, <laughs> yeah, my feet were up watching Black Widow. <laughs> don't mind Mo. He's just in there. Uh, Mo, can you put some pants on, please? <laughs> I'll... <laughs> I'll do it. Just bring some of that chicken salad over. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I understand. You got to get out. Yeah, going to the theaters. It's cool to be able to do things again. We love it. We love it. Well, everybody wants to. We talk about all phases of financial life. We are going to focus on retirement. But in focusing on retirement, we're actually going to focus on all phases of your financial life. Because when should you start thinking about retirement? I mean, you can start thinking about it in your 20s, right? You sh- yeah, you should be actually. I mean, you should be focusing. Uh, oh, I wouldn't say focus. You should be at least um, being aware of the environment that's around you, meaning that the market environment, some uh, opportunities that are available to you through your employer, um, accounts like Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, it, just the, the, the ability to start saving, even if it's a small amount, right? You build that habit of saving even in your 20s. So that eventually and ultimately when it's time for you to quote unquote retire, you'll have basically my money available to you, right? Right. So the, the beauty about starting early is you have what's called time. Well, you have time on your hands and you have your uh, the ability for your accounts to compound over time, which is huge. Compound interest is amazing. Well, we're looking at really what you should be doing leading up to retirement. And yes, it can start when you're fresh out of college. You can start uh, uh, the accumulation process. And that really is the first step 
in leading up to it. And we're going to get to some other uh, strategies that you should employ to make sure that you are successful in retirement. Got to say it again. Retirement is harder today than it used to be. I mean, uh, it is. I don't want to oversimplify how it was, but get the gold watch, activate the pension, you know, mm-hmm. turn on Social Security. Boom. You're there. That's it. And now, you know, a lot more work falls falls on us. And that's why it's it's a more of a need of a uh, fiduciary to help guide you through it, but not only through it, but to it. So accumulation. So if you're in your 20s, 30s, and you should be accumulating, you should have some kind of blend of accumulation for for like an emergency fund, but then still working on retirement too, even though it seems like forever away when you're that young. That's right. That's right. So you want to start with the foundation. And so for me, I believe the foundation is having a emergency fund that's available to you for an emergency, right? So mm-hmm. you, re- you have this account that you break glass in case of emergency. Um, that can be depending on uh, your life, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you have kids, somewhere in the range of three to six months of your expenses literally sitting in cash, right? It's in cash. I would recommend a high interest savings account, but it's it's right there in cash. It's not gonna be sexy, it's not gonna be growing, it's not gonna accumulate much, right? But what it is, what it's there for is to be liquid, meaning that you can access it when you need it, but it's there for in case of an emergency. So that's really the foundation, right? Uh, so once you have that squared away, then we can start looking at being active when it comes to saving and accumulating for retirement. Okay. So look at areas like your employer plan, which is huge, right? If you have a 401k through your employer, 403b, we do a lot of work with uh, federal employees. So if you have your TSP, any of these accounts, you can contribute to these accounts. And the beauty behind it is most of these uh, accounts have a matching component to it, meaning that for um, for every dollar that you put into these accounts, a percentage you know, based off your employer, they'll add it to your account as well. So if you have a, call it a 5% match in your 401k, then for every, you know, for the first 5% that you put into your account, right, of your salary, your employer is matching. They're adding another 5% on top of that to your account. That's huge. Yeah, it really right? is. It, it's, it huge. is huge. And, let me ask you, this is a quick aside question. You, yeah. you, I know we all are reading about hiring challenges now, uh, and it, it, could, it, it could benefit the, the workers uh, a little more now because of the situation that we're in. Do you think we'll start seeing more employers uh, offering the match because of that to be able to attract quality employees? Yeah, I do. I actually, it's funny you say that. I was speaking with a client yesterday and uh, she owns a physical therapy uh, clinic and she was looking to, she was asking my opinion and my thoughts of establishing a retirement account through her company Mm -hmm. so she can attract other physical therapists because she, she lost an opportunity to, to bring one on because uh, the other therapist office was offering a retirement account. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, uh, because of where we are right now, there's choices and options out there that people are exploring. Um, I heard the other day that Zaxby's was offering, uh, I think it was like 1750 an hour to start. 
Oh man, with a five hundred yeah. with a five hundred dollar bonus. Yeah, to sign on. Yeah, people are look, companies are are, are looking to um, to hire. I mean, the, the 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 pool could be a little short now because I mean, there's so many statistics that are saying that uh, you know, with all the stimulus that's coming that's coming aboard, then you know, people aren't really in a rush to. Some people aren't really in a rush to uh, to go back to work. Yeah, I mean, there, but, there are a lot of different theories on it. But, you know, what? we should actually devote an entire podcast to this, what we're talking about now, um, and, and looking at if the employers have to pay more. Yes, you, you know, common sense will tell you the prices will go up, but how much will the market bear on that? Let, let You want to do one like that? I think that'd be a great yeah. podcast. Yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Got us off track there a little bit, but <laughs> no worries. No well, worries. You know, we're, we're looking at retirement now, and 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 that's what actually brought that question on because we're looking at what employers can offer in helping you, even in your twenties, thirties, forties, to to prepare for retirement. Let's look at and close out this first portion with investment strategy and how it's it can be so different in how you do this from 20s, 30s to 40s, especially 50s, you start changing the way you look at risk. Yeah, yeah. Risk is a huge thing, right? He, risk is something that whether in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you need to be concerned with, right? Because um, if you're not sure of, well, if you're not aware of the risk that you are able to take, what I mean by being able to take is uh, the base based off the accounts that you have available to you, you may look at, well, what do I do with all these funds that are available in front of my face? Like, which one should I choose? Should I choose a large cap, small cap, S&P 500, whatever it may be? All of these different uh, types of funds that have different objectives carry some inherent risk towards them. And so understanding risk and what kind of risk you're able to take and what kind of risk you want to take, right? Because even if you're 20 years old, you know, you may speak with an advisor that says, well, you need to, you're 20 years old, you're planning for retirement, you know, take as much risk as you want. You have all this time ahead of you, but you might have seen your parents, you know, talk or uh, overheard conversations that, you know, because of market swings, they've lost 10%, 20%. Last year, uh, intramonth between February and March, the S&P was down 30%. So if you had 100 grand in an S&P fund, S&P 500 fund, you lost $30,000, right? Mm-hmm. So that might not be the type of risk you want to take, right? Uh, even though it may be, you know, the risk you should be taking, right? But it's the should is something I can tell you about. Here's the type of risk you should be taking. The risk you are able to take is more of a personal decision, right? Yeah. That's the risk that you can actually stomach. But when you look at the risk, it's also um, uh, how do you diversify your portfolio within the risk, right? So that's why people like mutual funds, for instance, because they don't have the uh, the wherewithal to say, well, I want to buy these five different stocks. I don't know when to trade them. I don't know when to buy them, uh, what to do when these stocks split. I don't know anything about that. So I'll buy a mutual fund. And the mutual fund has, you know, could have 40, 50, 60, 100 different holdings inside the fund. So you're spreading your risk, right? You're spreading your market risk around all of these different companies, but it's all shill, it's all, it's all uh, uh, encapsulated in this mutual fund. 
I personally like ETFs. You kind of get the same investment approach, but less expensive mm-hmm. than a mutual fund. But at, the end, but at the end of the day, you have the ability to spread uh, your risk around multiple different holdings. Easier to get into the game on them too, right? ETFs, you don't have to ha- invest as much. Easier to get into the game, yeah. So if you wanted to... For instance, right now, I think Amazon is, you know, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty five hundred dollars a share, somewhere mm-hmm. somewhere around that lines. So in order in order to buy one share of Amazon, you need to pony up, you know, over three thousand dollars to buy one share. Well, in an ETF, you can have Amazon within that ETF, but it may cost you, you know, fifty bucks, a hundred bucks to buy one share of that ETF or mm-hmm. buy one share of that mutual fund. And so you're able to still benefit from the growth of Amazon, but not have to, you know, come out of pocket three grand. Looking at, uh, and we can talk a little bit more about how your investment, they don't end in retirement, but uh, your risk level goes down or is definitely adjusted. And also we're going to look at distribution that we're phased in retirement and how taxes play a role in that and how you should be definitely have good uh, proactive strategies put in place early in looking at that phase of your life uh, retirement. All of that is coming up on the podcast enjoyed by so many around the world. It's your finances untangled. can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning, the convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch? That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. They're an endorsed Dave Ramsey SmartVestor. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement holistic financial planning in all areas including taxes estate planning insurance cash flow and budgeting they even offer customized personal websites for clients the technology of today while still maintaining that human touch that's cloudvestors that's cloudvestors.com Hey, we're back into the conversation. Your finances untangled. Mo Param of Cloud Vesters would love to be there for you, with you uh, through your financial life. And I mean, that's from when you get out of college, as we're talking about today, heading to retirement. You start really prepping for it in your 20s when you first start working, or you really should, because we're looking at how to make sure you have a successful retirement. We're going to look at uh, taxes and distribution. Uh, Mo, and you've used this um, analogy of because we talked about early on building to retirement, accumulating and the investments you make. So that's really climbing Mount Everest. But then a lot of people spend so much time and effort and work and preparation on climbing, literally climbing Mount Everest, that um, they don't put as much prep in the descent. And that's where I've heard, and you've, I think, mentioned that more of the deaths occur And I think it's a great analogy in looking at retirement and how you do shift your strategies and move to that distribution phase. And you've got to do it right and put as much prep time into it. But, you know, that Mount Everest analogy made me think of a uh, bringing Scrooge into it. And the reason is that, okay, remember uh, the part the Scrooge is uh, he's got the. is he going up or I think he's going up the mountain. Anyway, he's got that big sleigh just packed with gifts and he's going down the mountain. Why is he going down with it? 
I think I'm off on that Scrooge analogy because I was thinking he was going down with that sleigh loaded with everybody's presents he stole, but he's actually going up with it, isn't he? I don't for now. I've never seen Scrooge. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't mean the movie. Have you never saw at least like the cartoon? Only Scrooge I know from cartoon is Scrooge McDuck from Ducktales. That's about it. I I don't even know what to think. I know. Uh, I, a, a side note: There are a lot of movies <laughs> that I have not seen, and I get flack for it all the well, time. Well, I'm not going to be that guy that gives you flack for it because I, I get mean, that too. You mean to tell me you've never seen this? I am. I've probably seen maybe five Disney movies, and then everyone's like, "You haven't seen this? You haven't seen that? You haven't seen this?" I'm like, "No, sorry, I haven't." You ever Charlie Brown? I remember kind of seeing Charlie. Okay. All right. Let me ask you, (laughs) then I'll get off this. You've seen Wizard of Oz, right? I've seen Wizard of Oz. Okay. All right. All right. And I'm not, I don't want to be that guy. You know what? I totally messed up on the Scrooge analogy because I was thinking he was going down. You know what? Well, you never saw it. Anyway, the sleigh with the, is packed with gifts. I mean, it's like overloaded. And my analogy was going to be as he was going down the hill, uh, well, he actually did go back down with it when he grew the heart. That's right. Um, ah. And so if, if if you tie that in with retirement, uh, it's a wonder that Slade didn't topple. So he should have been throwing packages off as he went down. Uh, to lighten up the load a little bit. Yeah, to lighten the load. And that's kind of look. I, that was, I'm way off with that. But anyway, <laughs> I did find out you've never seen Scrooge. And so. Um, but that's disturbing. But, like, but, but the mount, but the mountain, <laughs> the mountain analogy is, is a good one because, you know, when you think about it, I don't know if any if any of our listeners ever climbed a mountain or, or did extreme hiking before, but you have to pack all your gear before you climb up. Yeah, you know, there's no uh, Kroger, there's no gas station if you're if you ran out of water or anything of that sort. I see where mountain, you're going. Right? Uh-huh. So. So as we're coming up the mountain, things could be good. You've, you've got everything going down. You've got your trail mix. You've got everything going up. But then on the way down, if you don't have enough water, if you don't have enough, if you don't have your tools, if you, if you don't have your equipment to come down the mountain successfully, then you might be in trouble, right? Oh, that's much so, better. So that's like retirement, right? A lot of people focus, and even a lot of advisors that I've spoken to or even, you know, uh, fortunately, uh, rescued their clients from them and brought them over to our firm is that they focus a lot, a lot on uh, accumulation, right? You need to save X amount. You need to get this type of risk. You need to get this kind of performance and blah, blah, blah. And that's all fine and dandy because it is, it is necessary. Man, but I they leave. Oh my! They gosh. leave the part of the distribution. Okay. Yeah. So now you're 60, now you're 65 or whenever you decide to retire, right? Yeah. 55. Okay, what's the strategy to now turn these assets that I've accumulated over time into income? Right. Right. How do I, how do, and it's a completely different strategy, it's a completely different approach, and also it's a different mindset, right? If we go back to the 20 year old, 25 year old that's been saving, let's say they retire at 65. Yeah. Well, that's 40 years of them just saving without. Any inkling of a of a mindset that I need to take money out exactly right? because they have their savings account, their checking account, so they have you know they, their normal cash flow. So they've been spending their cash flow, but saving this these dollars. Well, let's say you have a million bucks in your four hundred one k. What do you do with that? 
Now, how, do, how, do, how do I distribute the money? What's the best way to distribute the money? And if you don't have a plan beforehand, right, because the, 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 the efficient way of doing it is understanding where to save and where to save as you're saving for retirement so that you can know how to efficiently distribute these assets. So things to consider is having what I would call, you've probably heard this before, but a bucket strategy, yeah, right? right. A, a, a bucket, one bucket could be a taxable bucket, meaning that these accounts are liquid, they're available to you, but they're taxable in the sense, that, uh, in the sense of as your account grows, you may be taxed on any capital gains or dividends that are distributed over time, right, on an annual basis. Then you have what's called tax deferred bucket, mm-hmm. meaning that the taxes are deferred on any of your growth in your account. So you've over 40 years, you've saved out of your own pocket, call it $200,000. But at 65, your 200000 plus your company match has accumulated plus growth has accumulated to ease of numbers, $500,000. Right. So that two hundred and fifty thousand of growth, you never paid any taxes on it. So it's tax deferred. You're deferring the taxes for a later portion. It could for be a tax time. bomb too. It could be a tax bomb because on the flip side, because you saved and didn't pay any taxes during that road, any distributions are now a hundred percent taxable as ordinary income. Right? So it's taxable as income to you. Mm-hmm. Then your third bucket is tax-free accounts. Okay. This is where Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks, Roth 403bs, right? Meaning that you you made contributions on an after-tax basis. So you already paid taxes on the contributions, but the growth is completely tax-free to you when, during retirement. So the beauty behind having these different buckets is now when you're starting, when you're retiring and you're looking at ways to distribute, you have three different buckets that you can take money from depending on a number of different ways, the, the different scenarios, depending on what your tax rates are, depending on what interest rates are, depending on uh, risk, right? With the markets, you know, if you're, you don't necessarily have to be invested the exact same way in all of these accounts, you can have different investment approach going back to the conversation about risk. So by having these three different buckets, we have three different ways to approach distribution on a tax efficient way. I like that because you've got to have, and you really need to be proactive in your tax strategies. Before I forget, uh, I owe you an apology. What's that? I'm, I'm a total idiot. A total idiot. <laughs> because I said Scrooge and I meant Grinch. The Grinch. You've seen the Grinch. Still haven't seen the Grinch. Oh, you haven't seen the Grinch? <laughs> because I said I, Scrooge and I meant Grinch. Yes. So you haven't I've seen I've seen a portion of the uh the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, with the yeah, the movie. The movie, yeah. But Did I, didn't I say Scrooge? I thought I said... You, you did say Scrooge. Okay, because you said Scrooge McDuck. But I meant Grinch. You know who Scrooge McDuck is, though. Not really. Oh, my God. Well, see, you can give me a hard time now. <laughs> no, but I meant to say Grinch. So for those listening, screaming at their device, going, you idiot, it's Grinch you're talking about. I now have acknowledged it. But I mean, this is totally off the subject. But I, I will say this. 
Uh, my terrible Grinch Scrooge analogy did bring on, <laughs> I think, a beautiful one you had. In addition to the Mount Everest analogy, this is almost even better looking at the distribution stage of life because you're talking about all that effort you put in packing your gear when you're going up the mountain. But you've got to make sure that you've got enough to go take you down the mountain. Yeah, you have to. You have to because there's no, you have no other choice. There yeah. is no choice. There is there is no other choice when you're coming down the mountain. If you're unprepared, you are unprepared, and now you have to navigate the descent. You know, hope cross your fingers that you can come down safely. But if you're not prepared ahead of time, then there's no there's no alternative. So now, now in, in retirement, yes, if you're if you are unprepared, you know, there's still ways that we can untangle. It, it untangles your distribution, but it could be, it would have been a more efficient if you did it beforehand, if you had the proactive strategies ahead of time. Well, exactly. That's what, we work with our, that's what we work with our clients on. It's, it's, it's sometimes we bring ideas to the table that they never even thought about before, right? Uh, they never thought about distribution. They just thought that, hey, I'll just take money out of my account whenever I need to. But okay, what if the market is down 10%, mm-hmm. right? And all of your money's invested in the market. So in order for you to take a distribution, right? Uh, whatever, 10,000, 20,000, $50,000 distribution from an investment account, you have to sell the positions unless it's sitting in cash. You have to sell your stock, your mutual fund, your ETF, whatever it is, in order to generate the cash for you to receive it. Well, if the market is down 10%, do you really want to sell a depreciating asset at that point? No. I mean, that's the worst thing you can do. One of the worst things you can right. do, right? So again, having these different buckets not only helps with the tax efficiency of distribution, but another key thing that we do is risk diversification. Mm-hmm. Is um, We can take different approaches to the market where we have, I say it all the time, we have some money that's smart safe, some money that's smart risk. We have some money that's balanced, some money that's growth, and some money that's Aggressive, right? So that they have different, they're impacted by the market differently. And and we do this in a way to respect market volatility. We we respect the markets. Well, you have to, like you respect the water, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? You you don't want to drown. You respect the water. Right. You don't want to drown, right? So great, 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 um, Analogy, I guess, Ooh, right? That so made you, up for the Grinch to, thing, didn't it? That definitely made up for the okay, Grinch Okay, thank you. Uh, the same way you respect the waters, you want to respect taxes, you want to respect risk, and you want to respect distribution. You know, and we looked at really, I mean, we looked at accumulation, good investment strategy, and good distribution strategy, incorporating good tax and uh, strategy in there. And... You may think, well, wow, that sounds simple, but there you can get in the weeds with all of that. And that's what you do, really. You're, you've laid out really three or four important things that you have to have in place to have a successful retirement. But as we mentioned opening, it's harder now. So with those, it, we don't want to oversimplify because there are a lot of strategies and personal custom strategies that need to be implemented right in, in that template just for you to make sure that your retirement is successful. And that you're that's heading right. there the right way. That's right, because it's your retirement, mm-hmm. right? So we want to make sure that we're customizing and tailoring our recommendations 
um, based off you, based off your risk, based off your cash flow, based off your expenses, right? Based off your life, we build a plan specifically for you. And that's going to include best ways to save, distribution strategies, tax efficient strategies, um, how to take advantage of uh, market opportunities, take advantage of employer plan. It's it's all encompassing as far as a fine-tuned financial plan. And that's what we do for our clients. And you certainly do. And that's why uh, I always say that uh, that you, Mo, and really the team at Cloud Investors, you're with the human touch. You're with your clients uh, throughout their financial life with the right strategies. And that includes retirement. And that does not just mean if you think, oh, retirement, then that's for somebody in their 60s. No, uh, that's part of the planning process for you in your 20s and 30s and yeah. 40s and 50s. All of that. You've got to keep your eye on that prize. And that's why you've devoted this podcast to this theme today. Appreciate it, Mo. Sorry about that. I just totally, I, I didn't mean to derail us with a horrible, horrible, messed up analogy. But, that's um, fine. That's yeah. fine. What, you, what you've made me think about is during this uh, bridal shower at my house, mm-hmm. You're maybe go time for me to, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go watch The Grinch, right? I'll well, <laughs> you can find it somewhere in the theater because you got to get yourself out of that house. You're not going to be allowed in there with the bridal <laughs> shower going on. I know. I know. I'll, uh, I'll come pick you up. We'll go see a movie or something. Go get there a beer go. or whatever. There you that? go. That's a good idea. I like okay. that. Well, in the meantime, oh, and one more note on that, too. I loved the last week we talked about creating uh, passive income. And, yeah, that's a great thing to have in your retirement is just an extra leg on that income stool. So check out uh, ep- uh, podcast uh, 59 or 60, rather, last week's on passive income. Uh, but uh, this is podcast 61, and we're going to keep on rolling. Mo, we'll do it again next week. That's right, Dave. Thanks for joining me. And as always, like, share, uh, rate us, uh, send in requests, send in uh, ideas, you know, make this podcast yours. So as always, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. And Yes, absolutely. Right here on Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.